Uh, g'day kids. Uh, before this episode starts, we just wanted to let you know that we are bringing our regular bingo night online. Yeah, we'll be live streaming Granny Bingo online on Zoom from 7.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. So that's whatever time it's going to be in Melbourne. Uh, on Monday the 25th of May, uh, there's going to be all sorts of fun to, and you can win some very cool prizes. And the great thing is you can play from anywhere in the world. Tickets are limited, though, and and they're already selling fast, so uh, please jump on to our social media to grab one. See you there, dudes. This is Melbourne calling. Welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. Hurry up, your dinner's getting cold. Toodle pip. Hey, hey, come over here, go over there, don't be scared now, yeah. Lift up your head, hold out your hand, pull up your pants now. Why did you pull down your pants? We only just met, but that's why I like you. People connecting, grandma's laughing, nostalgia and ethnic dancing. Oh, <clears throat> and that was uh, No Scrubs by TLC. Wonderful song. Great song, yeah. Mm. Uh, hello, listeners, and welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. My name is Ms. Edith Vale, and I am joined for yet another episode with my best friend in the whole wide world, Maureen McGillicuddy. Maureen, say hello. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Friends lately. Yes, you've been having a binge. Yes, it's on Before and After Neighbours. I love Chandler. <laughs> I think he's terrific. Could he be any cooler? <laughs> I don't think so. It wouldn't be possible. If anyone is, it's Ross. <laughs> He's got a monkey. <laughs> spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But some people not, might not oh, be up to that true, bit yet, actually, yeah. I shouldn't talk about Ross and Rachel breaking up. No, then. no, no, no. Shh, 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 shh. Okay. Um, I'll keep it to myself. Well, hello, everyone out there in uh, podcast land. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. If this is your first episode, yeah. uh, just to give you a bit of an overview, Maureen's the pretty one. <laughs> I am the brains of the organisation. I'd say the body and the brains. And uh, we are joined by a third woman. Woman is a strong word. A third being, you would probably say. Uh, Ms Caroline Springs, uh, knee goebbels. Mm -hmm. Uh, she is a dumb mute and a, a stinky dumb mute as well. Um, and she's yep. chained up in the corner of the bunker where we are coming to you live for some COVID-19 specials of our podcast, Granny Bingo Wireless. Another another podcast, another week, as they say, Maureen. Uh, happy happy two-month anniversary. And also, because it's two months... Since we started this new season, and, and it, that means it's nine weeks since we went down here in the bunker to isolate against the world and all of the awful, hateful things that a certain country is doing to the world at the moment. I won't say no. which one, but there is a country that has caused all and, of this. And uh, yeah, we wouldn't say anything bad about them or their uh, pyramids or their pharaohs. I've read some stuff online as well, Maureen, and I know what you're talking about, but I won't, I won't spread... Yeah. No, it's not. It's not our place to say. Although maybe it will yeah. be soon now that Alan Jones has left radio. You know, there is a job going on the uh, on the on the on the. I'm sorry, you're upset. I you love. Why did you bring that? Up? I'm sorry. Oh. 
Sorry, listeners, Maureen's just found out that Alan Jones has, has quit radio and, and uh, she's almost as upset as uh, she was when she found out that he's not attracted to older women, only young boys. Uh, are you all right, love? Who's going to say what we're all thinking? Who's going to have the guts to do it? He's a moral god. I guess it'll be up to us, love. I suppose you're right. You're going to have to pull your socks up and soldier on and, and get through this episode. That's what Alan would want. Yeah, all right. OK, I'm a, I'm a lot better now. Now, it's been a busy week. Of course, last week we had a Mother's Day special and um, we recorded that episode very early on Sunday morning, which was Mother's Day. It has been an interesting week since then. Uh, shortly after that episode aired, my daughter, Kirsty, decided to get in touch with me and she came to visit me, uh, which was lovely. I haven't spoken to her for... Ooh, 20, 22 years, I think it must have been. I think it must be it 22. Would be, it would be about 22 it was, years. It was just yeah, before the Sydney so. Olympics, that's right. I'd bought her a mm-hmm. Sid, Millie and Ollie playset, and I remember that's when we had the fight. Yes. Anyway, she came to visit me, but of course we're in this bunker which has some top-class security defence systems built into it. And uh, mm. she got... Uh, I want to say electrified, petrified is probably the correct word, by the laser the right beams. Word, yeah. um, she uh, was burnt internally and externally mm. uh, and, and exploded mm. uh, as she tried to enter the bunker, which is yeah. quite sad, really. I forgot to turn that off. It, yeah, it's a, it, it was a combustion. The, the, the paramedics said it was something about a skeletal combustion. Skeletal combustion. They, it's, it's very, very rare. Very rare. Yeah. So that was Sunday Arvo, and we had, I think we had the roast Sunday evening, didn't we? And, uh, yeah, we had the roast. And then Monday, Monday, uh, I woke up, I don't know what time, about 7 o'clock, I went to get the newspaper. I came back down, I read the newspaper. Then uh, I've been having trouble with my microwave. Oh, yes. I don't understand. I have a lot, I'm having a lot of trouble. I think I'm going to have to take it back or call Cambrook or something like that. But one thing that we've been doing this week, as part of the Country Ladies Association, most of you will know we're senior high-up members of the Country Ladies Association. The Country Ladies Association is a little club, I guess you'd call it, a little gang of, uh, of ladies, and uh, we get together mm-hmm. uh, periodically, and uh, we, we discuss all sorts of things, baking and, and cooking and sewing and yes. we try to keep fit and keep our minds active as well. It's very similar to the uh, Country Women's Association but for legal reasons we cannot call it that. No. For fear of being sued. Didn't know the whole CWA was full of lawyers but all of a sudden, oh you can't call it that. Right? Well they've got to be good at something because they can't bake a bloody tart I can tell you that. <laughs> I, don't oh, wanna, you I don't want to bring up the 2012 Royal Melbourne Show Bake Off again. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> Don't bring that up. Oh. <laughs> the CLA is a little bit like the Country Women's Association, a little bit like the Hells Angels, yeah. uh, a little bit like the Craft Clubs or Parents and Friends Association at the school, a little bit like the Ku Klux Klan. It's a little bit of this and a little it's bit a, of It's that. an association of people with shared interests. And uh, and we have uh, social activities. And uh, We used to do jiu-jitsu. We've stopped doing jiu-jitsu because of COVID-19. We also do jousting, and we've been able to keep jousting going because, of course, you have to stand uh, 1.5 metres apart uh, because of the jousting sticks. And a lot of our members uh, have been struggling. The ones that can't do jousting 
I've been struggling with maintaining some kind of physical fitness. As you get older, it's not a matter of your your muscles, you know, dying or your bones getting sore. It's literally, you just can't be bothered. You can't be bothered going for a run or something like that. And, and what's happened is that a lot of the members have put on weight. And it's a part of my constitutional responsibility as president to ensure that we don't have fat members. Uh, I don't care what kind of organisation you're with. No one wants ugly people. You don't want to be around ugly, no. fat people. No, 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 no. And, and that's written into the constitution of the Country Ladies Association. If you don't believe me, look it up. Country Ladies Association, uh, it's... In the Constitution, in Section 41, uh, I, oh my gosh, you're testing me now. I think it's in Clause 11, uh, and it's an amendment. The Amendment 112 right. is uh, no no fat checks. That's, that's right. one of the that's what we put into the rules. Anyway, Edith has put together a fitness program. Edith, during the war, was responsible for the fitness and health of the entire German. Uh, uh, um, Australian uh, army, the, anyway, the local army, for the, the local, army, the local army. Well, of course, yes, I did uh, get my training during the Second World War. But a lot of people don't know this. For the last several decades, I have been the head arcaler of the Australian Brownies, and I am also in charge of the Duke of Edinburgh Awards uh, mm-hmm. on behalf of uh, Prince Philip, the uh, sexy Duke, you know. Prince Philip of Greece. <laughs> Phil the Wog. Yeah, uh, Her Majesty the Queen's husband. Uh, I am a f- his official representative here in Australia to make sure all the kiddies of Australia stay fit. I'm from a military family originally, yep. and uh, and I, I do keep a, a tight fitness regime, of course. Um, so <laughs> naturally, when these amendments were put into the Country Ladies Association constitution, I was tasked uh, with keeping all the women healthy and mm. so I inst- instigated the walks around uh, Southland Shopping Centre and ordinarily to keep fit we all get together once a fortnight at Southland Shopping Centre in Cheltenham uh, at about <laughs> oh, uh, 5.30 in the mornings on a Thursday and we all wear something red, a red jumper a red t-shirt, red a hat. red hat something like that and we go for a walk around the shopping centre uh, Dale, the security guard he lets us in We have Mm -hmm. to go through the loading dock. And we do a walk around the shopping centre um, because it's not so busy before it's open. There's too, otherwise, there's too many people. It's a lot safer. And, uh, you know, no one will try and grab us and have their way with us. So we, we like to mm. do it there. But, of course, since the bloody COVID's come along, we've had to uh, stop. We're not allowed to go out of the house or out of the nursing homes to do that. So I said, right, well, we are doing an online fitness course. So I sent everyone the link and we did it. Well, it didn't quite go according to plan, did it, though, unfortunately? No, unfortunately not as good as I was hoping anyway. You know, the main thing as president that I'm looking for at the end of the day is something to be able to write to the Grand Master, our regional Grand Master, uh, about the activities we're doing. I think I might be omitting a few of the facts from this week's letter. Uh, the facts specifically that I'll be omitting... I don't know if we have to tell everyone on the podcast about no. what well, I mean, we're sharing. These are our friends, you know. Uh, Think of the Patreons that are helping support our podcast. Love right. we, does we They deserve the truth. And, you know, the Grandmaster doesn't listen to this podcast. She won't She won't be hearing this, and I'll admit it from the letter. But we, we had to follow Edith's lead. Now, this is typical fitness. We call it similar to F45. Oh, all you bastards are on F45. Oh, I've, I'm having a smoothie. 
you know. Well, this is called G82. You've got to be a grandmother and you've got to be over the age of 82. And we just had to follow Edith's lead. She stood at the top. She said, right, everybody follow. And we said, yep. And uh, Edith would then do some star jumps. So we did some star jumps. And then, uh, then she did some stretching. We did some stretching. And then where it went a bit funny for us was that uh, she said, we're taking a break, everyone puffing. Oh, thank God, have a bit of a break. And we're watching from our smartphones, your smartphone dumb users, <laughs> or laptops or whatever, iPads, whatever everybody has. So we're all watching from that. Uh, Edith, unfortunately, uh, took this break, but took her laptop camera with her uh, and left the sound on. My instinct was to ensure that everybody was comfortable and happy. So I said, "Look, she's she's this is part of it. So everybody just follow what she's doing to continue." Uh, so uh, it just went a bit hairy from there. She went to the bathroom, so we all had to go to the bathroom. Uh, Edith went out for a cigarette. Uh, we went out for a cigarette. I don't know if you need. To. Uh, Edith went to the kitchen and shoved Strasbourg and salami in her mouth with some cheese and chewed it like a pig and drooled. We put Strasbourg salami cheese and drooled and chewed it like a pig. Um, Edith wrote harassing letters to her neighbours. We wrote harassing letters to our neighbours. Edith goes outside and uh, urinates, I think is the right word. Uh, we went outside and urinated. Uh, Edith went to Josh Thomas's house and stood out the front and cried and pleaded for him to take him back. Uh, we went to Josh Thomas's house and pleaded for him to take us back. Uh, Edith uh, logged on to Pornhub.com forward slash gay We logged on to Pornhub forward slash gay And my giddy aunt <laughs> That looks like it hurts I, I know a lot of those people are listening God bless you for taking that I, I don't know why people ridicule gay men for being sissies That looks like it bloody hurts And you'd cop it well and deal with it So, you know, props to you Anyway, I, th I yeah. think that's probably enough about our uh, exercise. Well, no, it was very... I mean, that was an hour. That was an hour's worth of activity. And so eventually Edith kind of realised that her camera and microphone was back on. You know, so she got the, the course back on track. Uh, by that stage, half of the group were under arrest. Federal police had knocked on their door for accessing a website that they weren't supposed to. But the, the other half, and I was still one of them that was on the call, they had uh, a terrific time. And I commend you, Edith, I would like to award you a special commendation, the President's Award, for your efforts in the health and well-being of members of the Country Ladies Association, Melbourne City Subbranch. My bloody pleasure. That's so lovely of you. That, that really um, makes it all worthwhile, love. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate it. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, after all of these little online catch-ups, we do ask for feedback from uh, a lot of the members of the Country Ladies Association. And um, some of the feedback we've been receiving was that a lot of our members can't make it to the meetings at the moment, of course, with the current restrictions and the lockdowns. We had a meeting last week, so uh, they had asked... I think it was Beryl Beltbuckle, actually, that asked... Uh, she made a She moved she a did, motion. She yeah. moved a motion. If we could record the minutes from this week's meeting and play them on mm -hmm. the podcast. Yeah. It's a constitutional responsibility for us to, to broadcast the minutes if a meeting can't be held. And uh, that's section four... 
uh, subsection 22, 422, for anyone who's keeping note. Uh, if I could please, Edith, would you mind moving uh, that, that I've explained the uh, sections yes, I will, of the Constitution? I, I, move, I move that. Caroline's carrying it. Oh, yeah, you're carrying it. Thanks, Kaz. Okay, yes, play the minutes. Thank you. A little calm, please, ladies. A little calm, please. Thank you. Thank you. Take your seats. I'd like to call to order uh, this week's meeting of the Country Ladies Association, the Melbourne Inner City Subbranch. Uh, please welcome to the lectern our Lady President, Ms Maureen McGillicuddy. <coughs> thank you, Treasurer, uh, and thank you, ladies, as well. Uh, I'd like to begin by uh, acknowledging. Uh, I always get this wrong, Edith. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the the uh, tra the tradition, the traditionals, and, and all of that. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, g'day, everyone, and, and uh, uh, thank you very much for your attention. For those of you that could have made it, of course, there is a number of apologies this week, uh, which we will note at further minutes. Uh, under the Constitution. Under Act 4, uh, Amendment 101, the President must read the actions arising and minutes recording from last month's meeting, uh, which I will now do. Uh, item number one. We voted that this Christmas, uh, all grandparents across Australia, whether members of the CLA or not, uh, will continue to give their children Lynx Africa gift packs. Uh, none of them have complained in 32 years, so we figured as an executive committee, why change something if it's not broken? Uh, that motion was moved by Maggie Piper and carried by myself. Thank you. Uh, item number two, we had a Facebook workshop. A uh, lovely young bloke from the library, Imran, his name was, he ran a three-hour intensive workshop on how to use Facebook. Uh, so far we've learned how to write down our passwords on a piece of paper. I thought that one was wonderful. You'd need to come away learning something. I now have written down every single password in a little black book in my handbag. I leave it in the front pocket, the front left pocket, because I'll remember where it is, of course. And, uh, and I put in my bank, even I even put in my bank pin number for the card, because I can never bloody remember it. It feels like it changes all the time. And so I've written down all my passwords, my internet banking, my email address, uh, the, the pin from my credit card, and also my bank card. I've just written them all in this little black book in the front left pocket. Uh, I just, it's changed, it's changed for me. Anyway, we will be doing a follow-up intensive workshop uh, this weekend, this coming Saturday. What was that on again, Edith? How to turn the caps lock on and the importance of turning it back off again. Mm. A gold coin donation, tea and butterscotch fingers provided. Uh, that is a very important item indeed, so thank you. Uh, item three is our charitable work. Uh, the Country Ladies Association, we have never shied away from the difficult topics such as addiction. Uh, so we've decided to take some money from the petty cash to support one of our members, Pat. Uh, Pat Majaxi, yeah, Pat, Pat has been struggling with addiction since her husband Rod passed away six months ago, very Rod, sadly, uh, very sadly. Rod Majaxi. Rod Majaxi, yeah, and, uh, and, and she hasn't been able to leave the house or socialise it well before coronavirus. 
and, uh, and uh, so we decided to do a bit of grocery shopping for her and whatnot, uh, and, and she seems to be on the mend a little bit. What was she addicted to again, Nita? I can't remember. Uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Oh, it's bastard. It is a bastard. You know, there's old women dying and having dying. their Nintendo Switches in their hands That's because right. they can't collect enough fruit because they're That's addicted. Right. And you know who's behind it, Edith? You know. And all the members here, we all concurrently agree. Daniel, Daniel Bloody, Bloody Andrews. Andrews. Oh, no one's talking about it. No one's no, talking about it. It's not sexy. It's not sexy. Oh, of course, oh. you know. Of course, Alan Jones would have talked about it, but now he can't. No. He can't talk about it because they've silenced oh, no. him too. You know. Oh, I don't see. Oh, I don't see. Waleed Ali, you're talking about women dying no. of animal no. crossing addictions. Oh, he, you know, and uh, no one makes me more bloody mad than that bastard at the airport on Animal Crossing. Oh, you can't leave the island yet. Oh, you're not allowed to because you're Maureen. just a dumb old Maureen. Why don't you can your bloody thing? Maureen! Yes. Maybe Sorry, yes, sir. Order! Order! Thank you. We'll, we'll Order. keep going, perhaps, with the, the minutes. Yes, of, yes, of course. Well, we also voted that our mid-year excursion will be to the Werribee Sewage Treatment Farm, uh, or, or as I like to call it, the Shit Farm. <laughs> That's just a little joke that I... <laughs> I suppose in the end it wasn't really much of a choice. I, I had a bit of an issue uh, two weeks ago where I was eating a chocolate crackle on the toilet. I love chocolate crackles, the kofi, yum, yum, yum. And I had a bit of a, a coughing fit, and, and as I was coughing, my bracelet fell off and went down the toilet, ended up in Werribee at the sewage treatment farm. So it wasn't so much a choice as a necessity, but that's where we'll be doing our excursion again. Uh, everyone, please ensure that you do bring uh, cash, uh, as there is a cafe at the plant, which we will be having morning tea. Oh, it's wonderful there. They do a beautiful chocolate brownie there with peas and corn in it. It's delicious. And uh, the last item from uh, last month's meeting, thank you for your patience. As you would all be aware, the Country Ladies' Constitution requires us to recite the uh, traditional CLA poem at the beginning of each meeting. Now, of course it was written in 1940, and we decided last month that potentially uh, the, the poem is a little bit out of date, and some of the yes. phrases uh, maybe are they're not politically woke. incorrect. They're, they're, they're not They're not woke. woke. They're not woke, uh, that's right, love. And uh, so we did, you know, we are, uh, it is part of our ambition is to be as up-to-date and current as possible, and we mm. want to attract new members, of course. So um, we did vote that we would update the poem, but unfortunately Pam Smithers, who was supposed to rewrite the poem, has passed away since. Carked. She has carked it, choked to death on a piece of corn silver side. Well, it's happening all the time, uh, you know, so, I was talking um, about that. But we are obliged to read this poem out before we start the meeting, Maureen, so... Uh, okay, uh, well, can uh, I please everybody standing? Maybe we could just try and, Maureen, maybe we could try and just um, riff our way through the poem. And, okay. Uh, when one of the words come up that we're not supposed to say okay. anymore, we'll just 
try and think of something else that we could say instead. Great idea. Beryl, please take note of any amendments uh, taken for the Country Ladies Association poem. Thank you, uh, Beryl. Uh, motion passed. Okay, uh, here we go. All right. Um, we're ladies of the CLA, made up of you, you and me. And, and from our kitchens, we will fight for, for rights and equity. With knitting needles, pots and pans, with scones and cutting boards, protecting our pure nation from the vicious yellow hordes. Uh, well, that could be referring to jaundice. Jaundice, I think it is. Yeah. If we, if we, if we definitely jaundice. Take a look at it from another light. We work as one to carry on the fight of all the diggers to save our country from the plight of stinking wogs and knitters. Knitters, knitters, knitters. Knitters would be a lot better. Yes, there's nothing worse than a stinking knitter. Community is at the heart of everything we do. So join our band as long as you are not a dirty person. 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 Cleanliness is next to godliness, you know. It doesn't have to be rhyming. It could be a, a haiku or something. Haiku. Like that. <coughs> we, we fortify the Commonwealth against the dark of night, and like our sheets, we keep our streets the whitest of the white. Protectors of our culture, assaging filth and maggots. With our cleansing fire, we drive out all the f uh, rabbits. Rabbits. Uh, rabbits. Uh, yes, uh, because you know, myxomatosis and, and meiosis and. What's and, wrong with uh, what's the, written there's there? There's like a plague, a plague of, of, of rabbits. We have to wipe them all out without cleansing fire. What's wrong with what's written there originally? You can't say that anymore. No. What? You've got to call them... No, no, no. You've got to call them Joel Creasy fans now. Oh, I can't keep up. <laughs> I cannot keep up. OK, last verse. Beneath the banner of the Country Ladies Association, we're united as an army fighting for the Aryan nation. Uh, you know, I'm not even sure what side of the war the writer of this poem was mm. on. She might have flip-flopped. Done a bit of an Italy yeah. back and mm. forth. Yes. And, uh, we would, I'd like, now like to move as president that someone uh, takes the reins on rewording the uh, CLA poem, sir. Thank you. Oh, well, there you have it. That's the minutes from last week for the Country Ladies Association, Melbourne City sub-branch. As president, I am passing and accepting those minutes. Thank you, Treasurer. Thank you, President. Uh, and now I think it might be time for a word from one of our sponsors. Renovation shows just got a makeover. What's going on? Six couples face the ultimate challenge. Welcome, contestants. These are the apartments you'll be working on. But they don't need to be fixed Why? up. Oh, you won't be fixing them up. What? You'll be fixing them down. Right, we've got 48 hours to turn this place into an absolute shithole. Right, I'll start smashing holes in the walls. You go break the shower. But you can't even see the piss. I told you we should have set fire to it. Six brand new apartments. How could we run out of vomit? That need to be completely fucked up. Hurry up and start smearing shit on the bathroom walls. In just one weekend. I honestly don't think this is going to smell bad enough in one day. Just keep coming in the shoebox, Darren. I don't have any left. Shithole. Premiering soon. On nine. This is your man, Flo Rowley. Hey, what's happening? This is your home applause, man. Hey, yo, what's poppin', man? It's your boy, Bow Easy, man. Check it out. <laughs> Granny Bingo Wireless.
Well, it's that part of the episode where we ask you for cash. Don't skip forward. Do not skip forward. I can tell no. if you skip forward. You bastards. We see that. Do not skip forward. This is very important. Of course, uh, we have set up a Patreon account at patreon.com slash granny bingo, where if you love this podcast, you can jump on and sign up and commit to paying a few dollars a month. And for that, you get all sorts of benefits, don't you, love? That's right. And we go on and, 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 and on and about it and keep talking about it. But a couple of bob from you goes a long way for us in, in terms of, of the support to keep the podcast yes. going. So we do appreciate uh, whatever you, you can give. And my goodness gracious, since the last time we did a readout of the people that are supporting us through the Patreon... It feels like the list has doubled. We've been very lucky. We're very grateful for your money because, of course, a lot of man hours or woman hours uh, go into yes. these podcasts. So a little bit of cash does help out a bit. Um, and Caroline's over there sketching away doing the, the artworks that everybody is owed. Yeah, we are about to send out all our artworks. Um, and, of course, we want to say a big thank you to our new Patreons, including Martin, Luke, Dean... And Anthony. Ah, oh, yeah, and g'day Tristan, Josh, Dan, Peter and Brody. Uh, Luke, Bradley, Mark, Blake and Callum, thank you so much for oh. your money. <laughs> and my favourite little one, Sean and Nick up in Sydney there, Patrick, Andrew and Jonathan. Of course, we've also got Anthony, Eden and Joel. Oh, you're all bloody legends. Mm. Of course, these people have all helped us out, but in this segment, it's all about helping our listeners out by allowing them to send us letters asking for advice and we respond because we do have a lot of, of, of knowledge to share, don't we, love? Well, uh, you know, I haven't spent 90 years on this earth not learning a thing or two about uh, about life, you know, and if mm. there's one thing I can do before I cark it, before I, I you know, s- sort of d- do my death rattle and choke on my own tongue in my sleep... If it's not to to impart some wisdom and help you a lot on your way, I don't know what else I'm meant to be doing. So this is how we've decided to give back, uh, and that's with Agony Grands. Agony Grands, that's right. Um, now, we've got a whole lot of letters that people have sent to us mm. via social media, mm. and uh, we're going to read a few of those out. Do you want to look at read them, look the at first all the, one? Look at all the paper. That one, that one, that one, that one. Do you want to read the first one there, Luke? Do you want me to read this first one? Okay, here you go. Yep. <clears throat> uh, dear Edith, Maureen and Caroline. Oh, you got a shout out, Kaz. <laughs> I live in the state of Victoria. Bloody lovely state. Well, you know, it's good to have you, comrade. I wouldn't live anywhere else, if I'm being honest. I live in the state of Victoria, which means that I am now allowed to have five people come to my house. Having spent the last two and a half months in isolation by myself, I've become quite accustomed to being alone, and I'm having very bad anxiety about seeing other people. Uh, I was never that social before the virus, but now I am really feeling scared about interacting with other people in person. Is there anything I can do to become more confident and see other people? And this is from Anne in Shepparton. I love Shepparton in the Goulburn Valley. Beautiful. Oh, very nice, very nice. And and anxiety. And has anxiety. And anxiety. <laughs> That's a, rather ironic that you've got that. I wonder if all of your friends laugh about the fact that Anne has anxiety. All of your friends probably text <laughs> each other and call one another and say, don't, don't you think it's ironic that Anne has anxiety? anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be talking about you. <laughs> 
I don't know about you, Maureen, but I, I tuned out for half of that letter. That was boring. So boring. <laughs> and uh, quite honestly, Anne, I don't think it's the COVID that's keeping people from coming to visit you. I've, I've yeah. really, I, I have to be honest, why are you sending me these letters, whinging mm. about your life? Mm. I, I'm trying to host a podcast here where I give advice out to people. And, mm. and you know, I'm asking people to send me letters, but but yours is so boring. It's all about you and your problems. Yeah, selfish, of course your selfish. friends don't want to hear that. Of course they're bloody bored, sick to death of you, Anne. I think the yeah. best thing to do, Anne, is lock the door and lock it tight and don't let yourself yeah, out. Don't put on. other people through that. I couldn't imagine how painful it would be to live life being in your acquaintance. That would be painful. Mm. I, I find it interesting that Anne mentioned that she spent the last two and a half months in isolation by herself. I think it was two weeks ago we talked about the vigilante gang that we yes. formed as part of the Country Ladies Association where we went out to catch people who were breaking yes. The the restrictions, isolation rules, uh, and we caught so many. You know, it's not as if people weren't going to their friends' houses the whole time, and you know, people were doing that. I, I think nearly everyone broke it at some point. Lots of people were going and seeing people that they like. Really, the isolation was about not seeing people you don't like. So, Anne, if no one came to see you, it's because they don't like you. Yeah, sorry, Anne. Sorry to break that as bad news. It's probably, Anne, if you cast your mind back to when you were young, if you remember some of those embarrassing things you did when you were really mm. young, there's mm. things that have stuck with you your whole life. You mm. know, that you might have said something silly in class once, and every now and then it, you remember it, and it gives you a stabbing pain in your heart. You know, you go, you freeze while you're making eggs or something like that. Shoulders crunch up. Your shoulders crunch up, your fists clench, and you remember that embarrassing moment that happened to you. Maybe it was at, uh, you know, your year 12 formal. Maybe it was, uh, you know, on your wedding day. I don't know, Anne, but I'm sure that you have that memory. Whatever that memory is, that's probably why no one wants to hang out with you. And the arrogance you have to think that other people want to hang out with you now is astounding. That's, that's yeah, that was that was striking. I also think when you start weaving in, oh, I've got anxiety, I've got mental health, you know, it's 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 very boring. You know, it's it's like talking about the same television show the whole time, or or getting a tattoo on your face. It's nothing new for the people around you, and you no. have to vary it up. Talk about something different. Anyway, I, I hope that's helped you, and all the best, and and hopefully we'll see you in Shepparton sometime soon. Yes, on. lovely part of the world. At, on the lake there, it is just stunning. The Goldman Valley Fruit Farm, I believe, is around there. Is mm -hmm. that SPC, well, that's where SPC is from, all SPC yes, fruit. You get yeah. the discounted tinned cans at the factory. They're very nice. All right. Well, I think we have some more letters here to get through. Uh, mm -hmm. Here we go. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, this one, oh, this one is not a coronavirus-related question, which is nice to have a bit of variety. Hoping you can help. My friends are mainly my older brother's friends, who are three years older than me. This must be a little tacker. Uh, oh, yeah. They treat me as one of them. Uh, recently, they've started getting into minor troubles with the police, Ooh. Mm -hmm. and they're encouraging me to join in with them. I feel that I don't want to break the law, but I also want to keep them as friends. What do you think I should do? Mm. Stuart in Mona Vale. I had Mona a sister Vale's. called Mona Vale once, actually. That was your sister's name? Yeah, Mona Vale. It was that, Mona uh, Vale. It passed away a while. Hopefully Stuart's not in your sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, she has been dead for 30 years, so I hope not. Yes. 
Yes. Can I take this one, Edith, please? I'm sorry. Stuart, I fucking hate cops. So, if the minute you said the fucking C word, mate, I went right off. You know, that that's upset me. Cops are pigs. It's incredible seeing them drive around a car because I've never seen a pig drive a car before. You know, these bastards. And all they're doing is revenue raising. Revenue raising, revenue raising to feed their coffers and buy donuts and be bastards to other people. So I say to you, stick with your friends and screw the pigs. I don't know if you've got different advice, Edith? Uh, yes, I do have some advice to little Stuart. First of all, Stuart, thank you for writing in. It's so nice that young fellows are listening to our uh, couple of old broads on a podcast. Uh, Stuart, I would advise that you knife someone. You want to get a knife, a kitchen knife will do, and stick it in somebody. I, I was in a gang a, a few years back, but in the early 1980s. Yes. Uh, we were called the Grandidos. The, yes, we were a whole yes. lot of grandmas that would ride around on motorbikes. We were based in Cuba Pedy, yep. and uh, we'd go around terrorising people and, and yeah. stealing opals off them. And we'd wear vinyl jackets. I know a lot of bikies wear leather jackets. We had vinyl. Yep. We cut up our couches, and, and, and Maureen actually ran them up on the Janome yep. and made some lovely jackets for us with little frills and things. Yes. And we'd ride around Cuba PD stealing apples off people, which are a gorgeous little gem, and oh. we would take them into the duty-free shops near the Sydney Opera House in, mm-hmm. in, or, you know, on Swanson Street in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. and we'd sell them there for all the tourists to buy. And that's how we got around. And no. so I, I know what ruffians are like, Stuart. I know how to, you Been know, there. if you want to make a name for yourself with these gangs, you've really got to do yeah. something, you know. Yeah. And the only thing these people respect is violence. If you want power, you need to show them that you aren't chicken shit. The fastest way to do that, I would say, is to knife someone. So mm-hmm. that is my advice. Get a knife. Get mummy or daddy's knife from the kitchen. Maybe daddy has a tackle box for his fishing in the yep. garage out the back. Have a look through there. He might have a, a pocket knife or a yeah, Stanley yeah. knife. Or yep. Maybe in the caravan. Oh, yeah, probably a fishing knife. A big fishing knife. Could be a fishing knife. Yeah. And, ta- and just knife someone. No? Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of gangs, and Edith was in, in her gang as well. I, I was simultaneous in a gang and, I, and if I'm being quite honest Stuart I still am in this gang you would have heard of the Apex gang you read that in, in, in the Herald Sun Edith I know that she goes oh she's very worried about the Apex and I'm worried the Apex gang they are evil uh, well I was in a, in a very similar a, a gang only by name I was in the Ajax gang and I'd go around and, and clean surfaces. And Paula Duncan was the head of your gang, wasn't she? Paula Duncan was the boss, boss man, bitch. And yeah. uh, and our job, we were more good Samaritans. We were the Robin Hood of street yeah. gangs. We would clean yeah. things for people. So, look, I think stay in the gang. I've made a lot of friends that way. Thanks for your letter, Stuart. Yes, thank you, Stuart. Well, uh, I hope that helped. And, of course, you can send us your agony grand questions via social media. Uh, On Instagram, it's Granny Bingo. And on Facebook, it's Edith Vale and Maureen McGillicuddy. From anywhere in the whole world, send them across to us. Now, um, of course, as I I have been on an ambition 
with this podcast of late uh, to make it a little bit more serious and a little bit more helpful in your day-to-day life. I think it has been. I hope it has. And one thing I thought I'd introduce that I hear on my favourite radio shows is a weather update. Where would we be without the weather? So I wanted to find some weather reporters that I knew our listeners would love. And these blokes that we've booked to do the weather report, uh, they've done a couple of ads on our podcast Mm. before for their Bear B&B that they run uh, in Dalesford. That's right. We've gone to stay with them, haven't we? We stayed with them, I don't know, about three years ago. Yeah. So, you know, we've got lovely feedback about their commercials. So we thought we would invite them on to be weather reporters. Should we cross live to them now? We should. We've sent them up in the Granny Bingo Chopper. Uh, if you're a fan of season one of this podcast, we've uh, we have a, a, a helicopter as part of the. It's what the Patreon largely goes to support is the fueling, maintenance and registration and the uh, salary of the pilot of the helicopter. Uh, the the helicopter pilot is on leave this week, unfortunately. So we've sent the boys up there. They reckon they'll know what they're doing. They Peter, I think it was, said that he knows how to do a ride on lawnmower. I said, I'm sure it's pretty much the same thing. And uh, they're up in the sky. So uh, I'll push the button here because I've got to activate the call. Uh, so anyway, here is uh, the Granny Bingo Wireless Weather Report. Oh, hello. My name's Peter and this is my husband, Paul. Hello. Oh my god, we are so super excited to be doing the Granny Bingo Wireless weather update. (laughs) We are coming to you live from the Granny Bingo Wireless chopper. Thanks to our sponsors, Kirsty and Kirsty, from Kirsty and Kirsty's homemade organic seaweed scented candles. Because who knows more about weird spells than a couple of lessies? Well, starting in our little homo hometown of Dalesford, tomorrow is looking absolutely fabulous with clear skies. Expect a top of 21. Top of 21? That's a lot younger than I'm used to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stop it, you bitch! Oh, come on, we have to be serious. Stop, stop, stop. No, you're right, I'm sorry. Okay, right, to Hobart. Now, where it'll be a bit chilly in the morning, you may catch some fog. Oh, I tried to catch some fog once. Really? Yeah, but I missed. Go on, go on. Melbourne will be its usual moody self with lightning throughout the night. Oh, well, that'll be quite striking. And claps of thunder in the morning. You'd know about the clap. <laughs> Back in our warehouse party days, oh my oh, gosh. Oh, stop it, people can hear this. <laughs> and it can't be worse than the thunder I heard coming from the tooth this morning. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, don't you say that. We're live on this podcast, you know. Half the bloody country will hear you. Anyway, it wasn't my fault. You put too much curry powder in the chow mein last night. You know I can't handle too much spice. Oh, teaspoon of cement, Pete. Grow up. Oh, a cold snap should see a snowstorm hit Mount Buller around 2pm. Oh. oh, that'll be white on time. Yeah, and it should be a heavy one. Expect about eight inches. Oh, you said that the first night we met and I'm still waiting on the last three inches. You bitch. <laughs> and it won't be letting up any time soon. Expect it to blow all night long. Oh, and you said that the first night we met too. And it was lights out before Hey Hey at Saturday had ended. 
Now up north, things are looking good for Darwin. Well, there's a first for everything. Though there is a chance of a tornado this afternoon. Well, there's a twist. Oh, but it has been windy though lately, hasn't it, you know? Because yesterday, Arvo, I popped up to the bakery for a snot block. And I was waiting to cross the road for the lights and there was this woman standing next to me. And this big gust of wind came and it blew her skirt right over her head. I turned to her and I said... It's quite airy, isn't it, love? And she looked all upset and she said, Well, it's not my fault. My waxing technician has the COVID. (laughs) Can you take this seriously, please? It was really nice of those grannies to send us up in this chopper and let us read the weather. Especially considering we've no experience in weather reporting or helicopter fly. Oh, sorry, love. Sorry, 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 love. That's all right. Like, I mean, you know, just behave yourself, please. Take it seriously. Okay, to Adelaide now. Um, You'll be having a very similar day to the one I had last Sunday. Why is that? Because your mother visited. Gail? What's she got to do with it? Oh, because Adelaide will be receiving a very large windy gale that'll blow around rearranging <gasps> everything and stay for much longer than it's welcome. <laughs> oh, yes. Very funny. Very, very funny. Oh. That's my mother. Oh, come on. You know I'm joking. Sorry, love. You know I love you. Uh, come here, you big sexy bear. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, oh. oh no. Oh, wait. Wait, you've hit the gear stick. Oh, oh. Gear stick? Oh, I thought that was your joystick. <laughs> well, that explains why it's in your cockpit. Oh shit, we're about to crash! Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know if we had insurance for that. No. Much of helicopters. Um, just a reminder, everyone, of course, we do have a Patreon account mm. at patreon.com slash granny bingo. I do believe that helicopters, though, I and I, I might be <laughs> I might be wishful thinking on my part, I do believe helicopters are like cats and they land on their feet. So we might have gotten away with that one. Perhaps it's time for a word from one of our sponsors. Brace yourselves for Australia's newest online festival. The Festival of Forgotten Dreams is an online streaming festival where all those singers, comedians and drag queens who you had no interest in seeing live even before COVID-19 can stream their content directly to you at home. So now you can see them with even worse lighting and sound, performing live from the laundry of their sad and tragic share house. It's truly interactive. As artists can get really passive-aggressive on Facebook if you haven't clicked the interested or going button. Who doesn't want to hear a sloppy parody of Working 9 to 5, sung by a former X Factor contestant? What about a six-hour live stream of someone doing their own makeup? Or how about someone whose claim to fame is that they were on the project twice, giving you a live tutorial on how to make sourdough whilst they bang on about how hard it is to have their own kids at home? Sure, you may have lost a loved one during this pandemic, but for Christ's sake, they missed out on a corporate gig for the management team at Muffin Break. And being in their house in Malvern is almost like being in a concentration camp. I bet Anne Frank never had to put up with a laggy NBN. In fact, these people have become so arrogant that they're probably listening to this ad and thinking, hey, they're making fun of me. But they can't say anything because that proves our point. Touché, you piece of shit. The Festival of Broken Dreams, helping artists take that important step 
from being a waste of your time to being a waste of your bandwidth. Baby, let's go! Edith, Maureen and Caroline, without wires! It's Granny Bingo Wireless. Well, we're nearly at the end of uh, this week's podcast, but before we go, we have one more segment, and it's one of our favourites, isn't it, love? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we like, we haven't done it for a couple of weeks because we've uh, been so busy. And also people have started uh, blocking our calls. That's right, yeah. I've now gone and bought what they call a burn phone and a prepaid SIM card so that people don't know it's me calling. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> This week we thought we'd do another celebrity cheer-up. This is a little segment where we call one of our celebrity friends. And, uh, of course, everyone's sitting at home a little bit bored, a little bit tired, a little bit lethargic. So we ask our celebrity friends to tell us a little joke and cheer everyone up. Yes. Now, our celebrity mate this week that we're going to be calling is the one and only Miff Warhurst. I love her so much. I've loved her, oh, for years. Remember her on Spicks and Specs? Of course, they've brought that back. And, of course, he hosts the Eurovision every year. Yeah, with with our friend Joel Creasy, who's also been... And she's a good mate of ours, and she's just bloody lovely. Down to the core, she's lovely. And what a looker. And good looking too, hey? Hello, beautiful. I wish I had a body like that. And uh, we're going to give her a little bit of a call. Uh, Have you got her number? Well, I think she's at work. She's uh, she's on the ABC. I might... She she might be be under A for ABC ABC. in the role Hang on a minute... It'll be after AA. Yes, it's after AA, AB. 042. I've got it. 042. 222. 222. Should be. I know she's in the lunch break at the moment. She'll be in the tea room. Oh, I'm nervous. Um, he- hello? Hello, Mip. Hello, it's Mip. Nana, Edith and Maureen here, love. How are you? Oh, I'm good, ladies. I'm, I'm, I'm still locked down. I haven't gone outside even though they lifted restrictions. And yes, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm okay. Shouldn't. I'm loving it. You know, are you organising any, any uh, dinners, Miff? Are you organising any five-people dinners? <laughs> Not yet. I haven't organised anything yet. I'm, I'm a bit, I feel a bit weird about it because I feel like I've been in lockdown for so long. I, I've forgotten how to socialise. You've gotten used to. You've, you've gotten, you've gotten Stockholm syndrome myth from the COVID. Well, you would, in your case, it would be Melbourne syndrome from the lockdown. I, I would think. <laughs> exactly. I've fallen in love with my captain, Dan, Daniel Andrews. <laughs> yes, you love. Yes, yeah, bloody Daniel Andrews. God, he's a bastard. He's a bastard. You know. Uh, oh, you don't love him. No, no, not at no all. Way. He no. took my level I, crossing I, away and I will never love I him love again. I love level crossings. Oh, I love level crossings. Crazy. What have you been doing to keep busy, Miff? What have I been doing to keep busy? Goodness me, it's it's like it's all gone in a bit of a blur. I've done I've actually got into a bit of DIY around the house, oh. um, which I've never done before. I've quite quite enjoyed it thanks to a few YouTube videos showing me how to do things. I've actually done What have you done? Stuff like a, Painted fences of of weeded wow. my garden in many wow. gardens, front and back. Yeah, mm, um, yes. I've I've done a bit of landscaping, painted my deck. Oh, very um, nice. Gosh, that's it. <laughs> you said deck, didn't you? Yes, I did. So yeah, I did. Sadly, no, um, right, right, yeah. right. I'm saving the other for when we do have five feet. Now, Miff, am I right in thinking that you've had a little addition to your family, a little puppy dog? 
oh yeah, that's what's been keeping me busy too. Her name is Vivian. Gorgeous. She is fabulous. She howls because she's got a bit of beagle in her and she howls and howls uh, when you leave it like yeah. you go out the front yard mm. and see you and it's like, it's like we're murdering her. We, we have, Caroline, Caroline. We have the same problem with Caroline Springs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. Uh, my recommendation is just chain her up and leave her outside. That's what we do with Caroline, and she p- oh, falls yeah. asleep straight That's away. That's what you do too. Yeah. It's the best way around it. Hey, how I. I know you've always been a bit of a cat woman, Miff. How are the cats dealing with uh, with your Vivian, your new puppy? Oh, it's like I've I've brought great shame and distress of on course, the house. Of it's, they they don't they're not looking at me. They can't believe yeah. it. They just hiss constantly. Real talk. I had a few tears the other day. I, was oh, like, I don't yeah. know what it was. Misery into their life by bringing a puppy, but everybody tells me I've been wanting this for a long time, and everyone tells me that having a having a puppy with cats is fine after a while. So come back to me in about yes. a year, and we right. might be okay. I'll be lucky to be yes, alive in a year, Miff. <laughs> <laughs> now this weekend, this is going out on the Sunday morning, Miff, and uh, I'd saved my sure. pennies to go on a little holiday this year, and I was going to be in Rotterdam. Yesterday oh. for the Eurovision, and so were you, of course, with the terrific job you've been doing with our mate Joel. Yes. And uh, and it's it's all cancelled because of the COVID. But this week I've been watching Eurovision every day on the SBS, and you've had the specials on. Well done in adapting it all. What's it been like changing your plans last minute? Yeah, they did the only thing that that, that they could do, and that was. Do something um, because everyone wants to watch Eurovision, and and most of us everyone are loves at home. Everyone loves uh, it exactly. And I also think even if you are having dinner parties with a couple of people over, we've probably forgotten how to socialise properly too. So Eurovision is a great thing yes. you can do to mm-hmm. have a distraction and a conversation starter. And of course, Eurovision is very popular with the um, the 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 Joel Creases of the world, if you know what I mean. The the yes voters. The uh, the yes, gays. Yes. Yes. They love it. Yeah. And yes. they love you as well, Miff. You're a bit of a gay icon yourself, aren't you? Am I? Am I? Is that right? I, I, I believe you are. I believe you are. Well, that's... It says that you're a... It's, it says that you've written that you're a gay icon on your Wikipedia page, so we're just repeating that. Right. <laughs> I would say you are, love. I'm excited by that. Good on you. Have you been to the... We're also gay icons, of course, uh, Miff. We're not as thrilled about it as you seem to be, but that's all right. It's to their own. It's a very modern world we live in. Have you been to any of the gay bars before? I have been to many a gay bar and to I've spent many an hour, uh, many a late night hour in many of the gay bars and having a fabulous time. Mm. So... I'm, just, I'm pleased. I'm pleased to be welcomed into the community with open arms. Now, uh, Miff, we, we got you on here because we, we, we want to do these celebrity cheer-ups. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, our listeners have loved it. Some of them are from overseas. About 30%, apparently, of the people that listen to this podcast are overseas. And they've been loving a good old Aussie joke. And we wanted to see if you might have a little joke for us as well. Do have a joke, but I just realised if there's thirty percent overseas listeners, that this one might not make might not make sense. So bugger it's educational. Bugger I don't know. We, we have we have so we, many listeners, Miff. We can drop thirty percent. I don't doesn't know. Matter. It's not, it matter. Doesn't matter. Okay, okay, all right. It's only a one-liner, and it's it's not funny, and I can't tell jokes. But 
you might not even know who I'm talking about, but it's it's you know it's got um, isolation and cleanliness vibes in the punchline. Who is Ben Ten's uncle? Do you know Ben Ten? No idea. <laughs> it's a cartoon character. Ben Ten. He's got the little watch, and little monsters come out of his watch. Is that yeah, Ben Ten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, that's the one. Well, who is his uncle? Glenn Twenty. Glenn ah! Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> You wipe the floor with that joke. <laughs> you and wipe the floor with that. Thank you. I knew I would. And I can't take credit for that. That was actually Miguel, who was in the jungle with me. He That was his favourite joke to tell on a nightly basis. So, oh, And bless. you managed to translate it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miff, thank you so much, love. It's good to hear your voice. Now, listen, you'll, we're having a, a, a dinner party for five people. I'll put you on the list, all right? Oh, that'd be lovely. I'd love to see you. That sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can find some bull's penis down at the butcher. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be plenty. <laughs> Thanks, Miff. We'll All talk right, to you soon. Love, Thanks, love. Miff. Bye-bye. Ah. <laughs> Bye-bye. The only breakfast show that starts before 4am. You're listening to Granny Bingo Wireless. Well, that is it, love, I'm sorry to say. But I don't want it to end. I know, love, I know. I know it's hard. Of course, kiddies, you know, every state now is on different stages of this lockdown relaxation. Make sure you follow the rules. I know it's hard. I know we're all sick to bloody death of it. But, you know, it is very important that we follow the local rules. Bugger the federal government. Ignore what Scott Morrison's trying to say. Listen to your local leader. um, Because that's the rules that apply to you. And uh, we want to thank everyone for listening, of course, for another week and sharing with your friends and family too. Please share and also give us a lovely review uh, like and subscribe and all that sort of stuff and uh, make sure you tune in next week we're going to have a, a bumper episode next week aren't we love oh my god i'm going to explain how 5g is giving everybody the coronavirus yes and i'll be giving you a step-by-step guide to an at-home circumcision and i'm going to reinstall Encarta and read the entire thing but until then remember we're all in this together Unless, of course, you own rental properties, are a liberal politician, are a multi-billionaire who owns an international airline, or you're a Sydney-based 5G-protesting mummy blogger. Hooroo! See ya, mate! Good on you! Cheerio! stood out the front of Josh Thomas's house and cried and begged him to come back. Uh, we had to go and stand outside Josh Thomas's <laughs> house and beg him and cry and come to so he could come back. You can't. No, you can't put that in there. Well, you said that you wanted it to be mean about you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean actually mean. Not that. Oh, that's you, a bit you wanted to be mean about Edith. Well, you can make a, a, a slight hint at it being about me, but that's a little bit mm. direct. I don't know if Edith and Josh ever met, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs>